What's up? That was loud enough? That was good right there? All right. We are excited today for episode two, Politicking with Newshine. I am your humble, your most, what, graceful, graces? I'm your humble host, Kurt Foss. I'm excited today because I have my sister, my older sister at that. Um, <laughs> no, nah, not really. Um, but I have my dear friend, one of my closest friends, Burley Narcisse here today as we're going to politic it up. But, but before we get into it, before we get into it, I've known you for quite some time. You have. Quite. How, how long? How long are we going on now? Probably like 11 or 12 years. Yep, yep, 11 or 12 years. <laughs> and remember that time. Oh, hold on, I got a little nervous with that. <laughs> remember that time. I, I'm very grateful. You got to have good people in your corner, everybody. You got to have great people in your corner. And thankfully for Burley, she has always exposed me to new experiences. One of them was whitewater rafting. And a lot of people know close to me, I can't swim. If I go to the pool, I only go on three feet or under, even though I'm 6'8", 253 pounds. But <laughs> I will only go on three feet pool because I don't want to die. So she brought a group of us for her birthday. It was like five years ago now. Mm -hmm. Vlad and a couple other people. Yeah, everybody. A whole bunch of people. We, <laughs> we went out there to Maine to go whitewater rafting. Going through the waters. You know what they do with the waters, roaring, all that good stuff. And for whatever reason, we believed... We have conquered the waves. And the lifeguard, I don't remember old boy's name. He said Ryan. to us, Ryan, right? Mm -hmm. He goes, why don't y'all just jump in the pool or jump in the water? He didn't say it like that. The water had like calmed down. And he mm -hmm. was like, if you guys want to go for a swim, you can jump in. And our black asses thought we could swim. We thought we were Michael Phelps at the time. So wait, both of you guys don't know how to swim? I don't know how to swim either. Well, Mind you, we were there. I think there people. was like, it was six people, but you, me, and Vlad were the only black people. <laughs> right, remember, everybody was else was like mixed, What's white, Asian. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. We so were the only who, black who people. Who booked this whole event? That's, I that's did. It was for birthday. her birthday. <laughs> yeah. She, she so you don't know how to swim, but you no. booked a Because I've done it before. So I wanted to take my friends. She done. I guess she did it before. She wanted to take her friends. None of us knew how to swim. I remember the whole time, like, this kind of sounds stupid. Side note, I almost drowned at Water Country at the age of five. They had to give me, like, CPR. No lie. Oh, my God. No lie. I almost, like, drowned. And I was, like, one of those kids. Everyone was around. Like, oh, my God, she's about to die. And I had to get CPR. But anyways, <laughs> it's sad. Um, so when we went whitewater rafting, Ryan goes, do you want to jump in and take a little swim? Burley thought she was Michael Phelps. That's Vladimir, I love you, Vlad. He also jumped, and my ass also jumped. We all jumped in the water. That's not how it went. That's how, that's how it went. No, I didn't. I observed. You guys jumped, and I observed you guys. So she was the only smart one in the whole yeah, group. Yeah, I wanted to see, so like, how did you get what in the water? is this going to look like? I got in because you, you were like, Burley, get in, get in. And I'm like, okay. And then I jumped in. But I observed. That's not how it happened. She's and wrong. I saw, like, remember the whites of your eyes? Like, you were so scared. I was scared. I can't swim. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So, we jumped in. Me, Vlad, a whole bunch of us jumped in. We were scared for our lives. And, you know, we quickly went on the, we quickly went on the boat. We quickly got What's on the boat. What's happening? But what happened to Burley? No, okay. Oh, let me finish. Let me finish. But you're not finished. Though. You it was a comma. A whole, it was a comma. You skipped no, 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 the whole part. Because you're I was jumping undone. onto me. No, no, no. So before it got to me, you and Vlad were, mind you, you have life vests on. You did you're too. You're screaming, crying out for help. You're pushing my head underwater. You remember that? Trying to save yourself. Probably. Okay. Fight or flight. Well, right? you don't want that book to trip. I was just <laughs> it saying. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So why don't we get to the point where they had to she started drifting away and screaming so. for help. 
<laughs> Only thing we saw was, I remember me and Vlad looked at each other like, bro, she's gone. That's it. And she just started drifting away. Isn't this telling? You didn't try to save me. You guys didn't do anything. You got How? back onto the raft and How? watched me drift away. How if I can't swim? You had a life jacket on. You didn't I can't, even grab me. <laughs> I no 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 no. That's not how. It <laughs> that's not how it happened. And at the time too, shout out to Elijah, my son. He was one at the time. I had to go home to him. So I I had something to live for that day. Yeah. I had something. So I to wasn't li- a concern. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. All right. I I, I, pro- I promise. I t- I think I, my closest friends. If you all die, God forbid. I'll He's gonna like, let you drift away and nah, then tat, put your name on his arm. I'm tatting you on me. <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple people that will, you know, you're on that list. You know, oh, wow, you get a new thanks. tat. Um, but no, it was hilarious. So, with that being said, I appreciate you for coming on, as you always have expanded my mindset with different things, including today's conversation. Today's conversation. But before we get into that, let me give you a proper introduction. Even though she is a lifelong friend of mine for the last 10 years, let me give it proper. Gotta read my introduction. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Burly Narcisse. Respect. Nar- that's <laughs> respect right there. Exactly. That's what, that's what they do, right? Burly Narcisse, founder of Belle Monique and I Am Belle organization. Also, she's a longtime advocate of black women. Can we give it up for her, people? Can we? <laughs> ah, there we go. <laughs> Yes, yes. So today, we are going to talk. We're going to chop it up. Before we even chop it up, oh, let me, let me ahead, hit bro. you with some uh, did you knows, all right? Let me, I mm. love doing my did you knows. Mm, so go I, ahead. I got to do it. Did you know? No. Did you know? So, <laughs> did you know Kanye West is running for president? <laughs> And then, like, in the nicest way possible, you know I don't care. <laughs> he's calling it, he's running on the, what do you call it, the birthday party. He's making up his own party called the birthday party. He's not running as a Republican. He's not running as a Democrat. He's running in something called the birthday party. You know, at New Shine Studios, uh, Studios we all about challenging the status quo. Facts. And, uh, hey, give props to him from challenging the status quo. Uh, are, are you sure about that? Know uh, what reminds me of? Translation, we're Haitian. Um, remember years ago when Sweet, Sweet Mickey ran for president? Oh, in Haiti? <laughs> he actually won, though. That's kind of huge. Sweet Mickey's like modern day version of Donald Trump. What the fuck? Mm, bars, right? <laughs> and what happened is when you have someone like Donald Trump in office, it gives so much confidence to everyone else believing that if he can do it, I could do it too. So now you have people who aren't politicians, who are not know nothing about government and policy, giving that idea that they can also become president because someone like Donald Trump's in office. Wow, that's some that's facts. beautiful. What's that's beautiful? That anybody feels like they could run now. No, it's not beautiful. It is beautiful. Why? He's opening the gates for everybody to feel like they have a chance. That's dope. How so? I just said it. So if. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't mean to. Uh, if you're, if you, if I don't have years worth of history and education, and be, it was a joke. Calm down. This right here, we're not there. I was ready. I hit you with another lighthearted one. Go ahead. All right. Did you know grapes light on fire if you put them in the microwave? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I would never do personally. I just think that's sacrilegious. But now everybody so wants to try. <laughs> I, don't, don't try this at home, kids. Don't I, try this at I home. I have no clue what to say to that. <laughs> that's something I might do with my son. He's five. He'll love that stuff. Yeah, that's good stuff. But let's go, str- let's go straight to today's episode. I'm really excited, especially I think this conversation is needed with, what everything, with how everything is going on in our community and also nation. But I believe, my personal beliefs are, Black men, we need to do better. We need to be better to support black women in our community. And these are conversations me and you have been having for quite some time. And to be honest, I'll be completely honest, I was ignorant to a lot of different things that black women were facing 
until you brought them up in real life conversations. You did, my sister did. Like we have had real life conversations, hours worth of conversations of talking about this topic. And I thought it would be important for not only we share it in a you know larger platform, but for your voice to be heard because this is this is this is your field. This is what you know. So how do you feel about that first and foremost? How do I feel about black men needing to be more supportive? Yes. I think it's absolutely correct. I think black men don't have as much knowledge as they should have being a part of our community about the plight of black women when it comes to sexism, colorism, racism. We literally face the brunt of all of those things in a completely different way from black men. And I don't think they take the time to acknowledge that. So you don't believe... And I know a lot of people, I've talked to a lot of black men in regards to this conversation, and they believe like a lot of our plights are very similar. Like we share the same struggle. We're from the same communities. We're from the same neighborhoods. We face similar obstacles. And many times people will say, we're even getting gunned down more by police officers. And I know you don't necessarily believe that, correct? It's not that I don't believe that. Like, even when you look at the numbers, so black men, although they're being killed less than white men, they're being killed at a faster rate. Mm-hmm. So because there's more white men, obviously there are more white men being killed. Facts. But And I, I was talking to you about this because I was looking into the numbers because black women are being killed as well, and, yeah. but they're not being talked about. And a lot of people will argue it's because, you know, well, black men are being killed more. But in reality, if you look at the numbers of the black win- women being killed in proportion to the black men, we're being killed at a fast rate too. Yeah. But I don't think, you know, that anybody gives light to that. Yeah, like mainstream media... For example, that's why we have Say Our Name movement, because mainstream media, we, we will know about the Trayvon Martins or the Eric Gardners, but we might forget the name of Breonna Taylor. Um, I think, what well, unfortunately, a popular case, which is obviously a tragic case, we, we know about Sandra Bland, but we might forget about there's several other names that, whatever the case is not coming to mind, because it's not necessarily being broadcasted yeah. or, or I don't want to say marketed, but it's not being spoken about in the same light of the Trayvon Martins and the... Eric Garner's things to that capacity. And you know, it's interesting too, like when you look at the deaths of black women, a lot of times they're in connection with the black man. So, you know, a lot of them have to do with mental health issues, but a lot of them is when a woman calls the cops for domestic violence issues and the cop comes and ends up killing her. Like there's always a black man attached to that story, you know? So let's run it back though. I I would like to ask you a personal question, right? What kind of got you started in this in this movement. So I know you have Bell Monique, you've been doing amazing with that. You have the I Am Bell organization, but what got you started with saying, you know what, I want to take this on as almost like a life purpose? Because it is my life purpose as a black woman. Like I, I think the older you get as a black woman specifically, if you're somebody who's knowledgeable and who's aware, you start to realize how you are at the very bottom of the totem pole. And even In what though- capacity? In all capacities. So like I mentioned before, especially if you're a darker skinned black woman, how I mentioned colorism. Colorism affects black women in a way that it doesn't affect black men. A lot of times you guys are praised for your deep skin tones and we're not. You know, sexism, that doesn't affect black men the way that it does affect a black woman. And racism as well. Like we're literally at the very bottom. We check off all the boxes. Like we're too dark, we're female, and then... um, what was the other one that I mentioned? I completely, and then we're, yeah. Mm-hmm. So in that way, yeah. So it's, it's interesting. So when you're saying, can you give specific examples? Um, I know for a fact, so I, just based off my background, you already know, I used to run a couple school programs. And I was shocked. It was very apparent. It was, was honestly sad to me when I met a couple young black women who felt like they were ugly simply based off their skin color. And, I'm, and I was a little bit lost with like, what do you mean you feel like you're ugly? And I had to take a couple steps back and take responsibility even myself. When we look at the rap videos, when we look at the media, everything seems as though the lighter you are, the more praise you get, the more attention that you get. So if you do feel, or if you are a darker skin color, you might really think that you're not as beautiful as someone else. Do you feel like that's that, um, how do you feel like we can actually change that narrative? How black men can change that narrative? Or even in general. I think, (laughs) 
maybe I'm saying this out of frustration, but it's kind of like when white people ask black people, like, what do you think we should do to help, you know, make things better? <laughs> and it's like the cook. black woman, like, yo, I'm so tired of telling you what you should do to change the narrative within your own community as a leader of that community. When you have the resources to look at history, you have yep. the resources to look into the plight of the black woman. As a group, you just choose not to. And it's frustrating to constantly have to like hold hands and. So you don't think we choose not to look into these issues? I, I don't. The reason why I'm saying it is like it feels like when we're dealing with so many different issues, unfortunately, it doesn't matter whether it's poverty. I, you know what? When it comes to dealing with issues, unfortunately, even the way the brain works, we become selfish. We think about ourselves only, what I'm currently dealing with, what I'm currently facing, and at times it becomes a dog eat dog world. And unfortunately, like you're saying, out of all races, who's in the bottom of the totem pole? Black people. Out of genders, who's in the bottom? Woman. So right now, unfortunately, like woman would be on the bottom of that totem pole. But for us to grow as a community, I think you're absolutely right. Like we do have to kind of figure out ways to put woman on the pla- black, wo- black woman specifically. You know what I on think? The, um, po- uh, go ahead. To answer your question, the, the way that black men could help is by learning how to truly love themselves. And even like you and I have had this conversation before, how men don't view self-care the way that they should. No. And how men don't um, think about their mental health the way that they should. Shit's annoying. And I think a lot of times, you know, as cliche as it sounds, until you've taken care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody else. And a lot of, you know, the issues about surrounding colorism, because you don't have to look in music or media, colorism is right within our own families, you know? Like, I have people, I'm not going to mention, around me who have never dated a black woman before, but I'm their, you know, sister, their best friend, their niece, their cousin, whatever, and they love me me, but they would never marry somebody who looks like me. And that, although it's offensive to me, it also makes me wonder, why wouldn't you want to connect with somebody who looks like you? Why wouldn't you want your son and your daughter to look like you? There's a a sense of pride in that, that white people have, Hispanic people have, Asian people have. They want their legacy to be familiar. But it seems like we're the only group of people where we don't want our own to look like us. Do you think that's but do you think that might be due to certain systems in place, though? Regar- of course. Everything has to do with conditioning and nurture and systems. But, like, what else can you do about it but figure out how to mend it now? We could always look back and say, like, this is the way that I, this is the reason why I am the way that I am. But how do you fix it now with that information? True. So you said something I think is highly important. So you're like, it's hard for, it will be hard for black men to take care of black women if they don't even know how to take care of themselves. Yes. And in those facts, I mean, we could look at all the fucking statistics where black men suck right now. And I, I know Go I'm ahead. generalizing. Yeah, like, it's course. not all black men. Of course, we're generalizing, but stats kind of back you up where black men are committing suicide at a very fast rate. Um, black men mental health issues are, are completely off the charts, right? And even with the work I'm doing, black men don't show up, right? <laughs> Typically, black women will show up when it comes to the emotions and the vulnerabilities, all that gushy stuff, but black men have yet to recognize that we are dealing with so much in our mindset that we don't even know how to speak and be vulnerable about, that that suppression is leading to depression, that depression is leading to killing yourself emotionally, spiritually, and physically. So I think you're absolutely right on that. But if the focus would be on black men taking care of themselves, wouldn't almost black women almost be left behind during that during that conditioning or during that uh, re- unlearning to relearn again? No, anytime you love yourself, genuinely, is it, like loving yourself isn't a selfish thing. If you genuinely love yourself, that pours out into everybody in the community. And I think that a lot of black men, not all black men, they think they love themselves. You know what I mean? Like it's an external thing. They might have things, have a whole bunch of women and have material things. And they think like that's love. They have money. But it's not genuinely loving who you are, loving your skin, loving your people. Like it goes deeper than that. And when you do that, you, sh- you naturally show love to other people. So what would you say in the flip side when, when um, people would say, well, black women... Date, uh, date and marry a whole bunch of black um, white men. What, <laughs> I'm saying, what, would you, what would you say about that in general? 
There, somebody she said took, something. Uh, for, uh, um, <laughs> you took somebody a deep breath said with that. something that I thought was so dope. They said that um, black women are forced to date outside of their race. Black men choose to. And I, I'm Bars. like, that is, that's the realest thing that I've ever heard. It is very rare for you to hear a black woman say, I don't like black men. I don't want to date black men for no apparent reason other than like, that's just not my preference because some of y'all like to say that shit. But <laughs> <laughs> for black women, it's like I've gone through so many black men who have done me wrong, have cheated on me, abused me. You know, like I feel like I have to start looking elsewhere because I'm getting older. My eggs are drying up. And like, <laughs> <laughs> I need to like I need to look to another race to try to you know find love. Mm. It's usually not a conscious decision or like you know deliberately like this is my preference. So you so you really just think in general black men suck at dating. I think black men suck at self love, and I say that from a very loving and compassionate place that you. It to the point where I don't think you guys even really notice how much you don't love yourselves. Mm, can you give more? So you talked about colorism, which is huge. You talked about dating, how black men tend to choose to date outside the race. And is that some type of, if you can't look at your own and have that level of love for it and you love people that don't look like you, that... That's some level of self-hatred in ways. Yeah, and a lot of people will say, you know, like, that doesn't matter. It's preference. Everybody should, you know, do whatever they want. Generally speaking now, we're being general, but go ahead. Yeah, and it made me, the other day I was thinking about that because I'm like, that's valid. Like, people do have the ability to choose whoever they want to be with, and that's cool. And it made me think of the whole natural hair movement when you had a lot of black women who didn't know what their original, like, natural texture even looked like because they've relaxed all their lives. Mm. To, to somebody like she wouldn't consider herself hating herself or not loving herself. But in reality, it is you not loving yourself because you've never embraced what comes naturally to you. You might say, I prefer my hair to be straightened, but if you've never embraced your hair to be curly, if you've never embraced your natural state, there is a part of you that hates yourself. A black man might say, I have a preference to be with you know exotic, Hispanic, whatever women, but if you've never embraced your own, if you've never loved your own, there is self-hate there. So do do you not agree with the theory then? And this is a great conversation. Thank you. <laughs> do you not agree with the theory? Because a lot of people, there's different sides of the coin. I've been, I've heard both sides where they say Hispanic and Latino women are also black and African women. You do you do you agree with that theory? So if a black technically man, yeah technically yeah. So so if a black man says, well, maybe my preference is dating Spanish women, is that not considered dating black women in way? So this goes back to how I mentioned colorism. A lot of the people, the women, the black women that you will hear all up in arms about black men not claiming them is because black men are specifically talking about black women who are dark skinned. And that's why I mentioned colorism. Do whatever you want. But once you denounce us because the color of our skin, you're literally doing the same thing that the white man does to you. You're just the black woman's oppressor now. We are black. Oh, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> we, might need, we might need some sound effects. <laughs> right? So you're saying at that point at time, we become the black woman's oppressor. And sad to say, it feels as though you might be right when it comes to looking at some of the statistics. Because I think you're the one that told me, like, Black women face a high level of mental health violence or what psychological abuse, and that psychological abuse is linked to black men or domestic or, violence. Thank you. Oh, keep going. I mean, every I mean, it's kind of like the whole concept of black on black crime, but like everything, we have higher rates of domestic violence, we have high rates of sex trafficking, the sex trafficking, like mental crazy. health issues. And because it's a black community, you know, we oftentimes don't talk about mental health. So, although you know, nobody really mentions this. It's not, it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist, you know? It, it, you're right. Unfortunately, because mental health is almost a stigma within our community, we don't talk about it. We don't politic about it. We don't have these open and honest conversations. I mean, we're both Haitian. I remember, <laughs> I remember, I should, I probably should have got a therapist when I was 13, 14, but they would look at us like, we're moon foo, yeah. right? We're looking at us like we're crazy. You don't want people in our business. And that psychological damage now is just within us for years upon years upon years. And it really just fucks up our way of thinking. 
And now we're trying to build a relationship with a black woman and we tend hurt people just hurt people. We just pour that into others. And yeah, okay. We'll bring up some good points. I'm trying. I'm trying. Okay. <laughs> okay. So how, how does your organization or how do you envision your organization is going to help with some of these issues? Bell? Yes. My organization is specifically for black women, so it's not necessarily going to help black men. I just want to... I meant to say, I'm sorry, black women. Oh, I just want to continue to empower black women. Like, even myself growing up, and I think you asked me this, you know, way back when we had a conversation, like, if I ever used skin lightening cream or wished I was lighter, and I'm like, no, I would never do that. Because now that's my frame of mind. But then I really sat on it. And I'm like, when I was younger, I sure enough did. Like, I did use skin lightening cream. I, I remember, like, I would try to, like, flatten my nose all the time. Like, I'd massage it. You know, Haitian people, you never heard that. Like, if you massage certain areas, well, no, whatever. Anyway, it's like, I, I think I, like, blacked out those moments in my life. But I'm like, I had some really deep insecurities about who I was. And as I got older, I realized other women had those same insecurities. Yeah. And they were bringing them into adulthood. And it was primarily black women, dark-skinned black women. Dark skin so black. I'm like, how do I highlight these women and allow people to see our true beauty? Because I don't care. I mean, this is scientific fact. Like, black women literally birthed the earth. You know, like, the world. But nobody gives us praise for that. We're at the very bottom. And you, I think you stated that, unfortunately, out of all races, not the white, not white, not Chinese, not Indian. Asian. Uh, thank you. Not Asian. Um, but black women would be the, um, black women are the only demographic to think, will our black men love us? Yeah. In comparison to, uh, in comparison to other demographics, like Latino women don't worry about that. Um, white women don't worry about that. But because there's such a s amount of obstacles, amount of bullshit that we're dealing with right now, black women are thinking, will our black men love us? It's so sad. Go ahead. We're not thinking it. We know it. Like, and I... <laughs> <laughs> I know I sent you a whole bunch of information that you probably didn't even have time to look through. Half but it's it. like there is story upon story. The girl the they were trying to make it seem like she was a woman. She was a 17-year-old girl that they threw in the dumpster. Yeah. And yeah, and that shit was the, crazy. the thing is there was another girl, like, she got smacked upside the head with, with a skateboard. skateboard. There was another girl, it was like a drag race something going on, and she's trying to get home. Whole bunch of black dudes holding up their phone, like, impaired her car so she couldn't drive off, slapped her on the ass, which is sexual harassment. Everybody's la like, when you see all these videos after videos after videos, and it's never just one black man. It's a, it's group. a group of them. So nobody even jumps in to be like, yo, Protect. this is our black queen. What are we doing right now? They laugh at her. The young woman in the garbage, like they threw her in a big ass garbage dumpster. And then they zoomed in on her face and she's crying. Like that's trauma. That is but trauma. nobody, like they, they're not even thinking about that shit. It's not that we think you guys don't love us or want to support us. You guys literally show us that every single day in your actions. And then to put on top of it, which our number one genre of music is rap. Uh, and unfortunately rap music will always highlight not necessarily dark-skinned women. They'll highlight every, other women as well. So it almost plays into They'll the highlight, they'll date, they'll marry. Like, they're, everywhere the black woman looks, it's like she's desperate to be like, where do y'all love me? Like, I look into your music, where do you love me? I look on, you know, like, movies, where do you love me? I'm having conversations, where do you love... Like, we're desperate for your love. That's why I said we're forced out of loving you guys. Mm. At, for survival. So... So you're saying you'll date a Billy then? I'll date a Billy. I'll date a Bob. <laughs> I'll date a Tom. <laughs> so you'll you'll date a Billy. You'll date a Bob. A uh, Tom. Okay. I... But it's not it's not hate though. No, like I, I I love you're my best friend. Like I love black men. It's frustration and it's survival. That's the key thing to understand. Like no black woman, for the most part, wants to date outside of her. Okay. So. We said a lot of good stuff. We said a lot of good stuff, and I appreciate your knowledge for this, right? Um, so we know that black men need to do a better job on supporting black women. And we've proven the facts. Well, you've proven the great position where black women feels as though they're isolated, they're not loved. And for a way for black men to better support black women, first, they have to learn how to love themselves. First, they have to learn to love themselves. Two, I think you also said this, we have to do the work ourselves to figure out what the fuck's going on in our own community, right? 
how do we support, look into the education, take responsibility. Um, but with everything that's going on, do you have hope that this can actually happen? Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> I shared some numbers with you the other day that if you go onto the FBI's website and you look at the stats for 2019, there are 5.3% black men in the U.S. There are 31% white men in the U.S. Black men commit more murders than white men. Mind you, 5% to 30%. They commit more murders. And obviously, it's not a black-on-black -black thing that doesn't exist. You, you kill the people who are next to you, who are here in your community. Not only that, all of the top violent crimes black men are competing with white men against. You'll look at Asian men, you'll look at Hispanic men, and their numbers are like 3%, 14%, and black men are like 30%. Okay. So when I talk about self-love, it's not just me saying this shit for fun. It's literally in the numbers. You guys are killing each other. Say what? Hold up, hold up, hold up. We're That's just... controversial. It's... Like... No, what you're saying is what what you're saying is facts. What you're saying is facts, but my my fear is is that we look at numbers and we just look at that to be factual without understanding the history and the story behind the numbers, right? So we could go into whether it's um if you think about it, I, I know we were talking about it recently, um when the FBI literally what was it, J who uh J Edgar yeah, J. Edgar Hoover, when he literally claimed, for example, the Black Party Panther as a national threat, and it was his job to dismantle them and any other black organizations. Like, that was back in the 70s. From there, they took out, um, they took out so many different certificates that you could do in the school systems. From there, the CIA has been linked, literally linked, to dropping crack in the neighborhoods. And then back then, we have the whole idea that men have to be the breadwinner of the household. So they went from there to the occupation of, you know what, maybe it's time to sell drugs and get involved with gang violence. And then in the 90s, you have the three strikes law, which is done by, quote unquote, the first black president, Bill Clinton, that a whole bunch of black men are now sent to jail and now we're it's almost in ways it's not to excuse the behavior because we're we are wrong for it but there is a level of systematic oppression from an educational level from a prison basis um from our communities to our homes to to the way we are exposed to money like health reasons like there's systematic oppressions that are not necessarily spoken to when we talk about the numbers of black men in general, committing high crime. And unfortunately, right now for black men, we don't necessarily have the best outlets. We don't, no, let me, let me repeat that. We don't know how to, how to kind of, um, what's the right way, express some of our emotions, right? We express it through shutting up, silence, sex, drugs, and violence. Like, that's the only way we're, a lot of us in general are expressing our anger or expressing these emotions because system systematically we've been taught to what men are supposed to not be vulnerable. Men can't speak. You have to man up things like that. I, I think I shared with you. I have a five-year-old son. His favorite toy right now is Superman, Batman. What is, what's the art of Batman and Superman? Violence, right? So he's learning violence at a, such a young age of four or five. And my, my goddaughter, who's also five, she, what is she learning? She's learning Barbie dolls. She's learning about relationship building. She's learning about love. So at an early age, unfortunately for a lot of men and black men specifically, we are learning the art of violence. We're not learning the art of communication. We're not learning the art of love. We're not there learning are books the, for that. What are you being being taught where? We've been in the school systems. I've seen you in the school systems too. Like whoa, so, at the age of thirty-four years old. Uh huh we're still going to talk about the lack of education that we had instead of taking our future into our own hands, picking up a book, seeking out the resources that we need. But does, if you have, to, and you, you understand how trauma is so high within black communities, you understand that, right? We, we talk about that shit all the time. So trauma is so high in black communities. Even though you have the option and the opportunity to learn, but we understand how the mind is conditioned through habits and the habit, if the habits is form off trauma, people aren't 
people aren't going beyond people aren't going beyond what Kirk, they know. Listen, you're talking to the right person. We've had these conversations. Uh-huh. I understand trauma, I understand I conditioning, do. I understand our history. You even though you're saying I'm not trying to make excuses, you are literally still making excuses. We're spending so much time talking about why black men can't and not or talking are. about <laughs> not talking about why they can and how they can. How? I get the history. Black women have had history too. Facts. Let's move on from that. I'm not saying to forget it, but let's move forward. We have to understand it too. Who move doesn't forward. understand? I don't think I don't think the general public I'm saying generally speaking, the general public does not understand this. So shit. there's no hope then. I didn't say that. There's what hope. are you saying? I'm saying that there's hope having these conversations is hope. Seeing more, seeing more black, seeing more black people run for office is hope. You feel what I'm saying? Um, being able to change policy is hope. But what do you think is hope? How, how do you think we can make these changes? <laughs> I like that. How do you I think? already said it was self love. Just self love alone. Self love and awareness. Why are you repeat? Is there an echo in the room? Why Must are you repeating be. me? I'm saying only <laughs> self love and awareness. That's all. That's it. How about politics? Awareness. <laughs> So, okay, 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 okay. You know what? I think uh, Kanye West should run for president. You know what I'm saying? Amen. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Or or like Kanye West would say, how, sway? (laughs) Right? He would scream how right now. So self-love and awareness. You believe that will be the recipe for success when it comes to all of us elevating to the next level. And that's not, I think for her, it's not just all of us. It's for black women. Okay. Okay. And you honestly believe... Oh, she, oh I, knowing, her for the la- knowing her for the last 10, 12 years, I, I, <laughs> this pose means it's... Mm, right? <laughs> so, and you honestly believe that black men are unaware. What, like you said, they're, we're unaware of the plight of black women. So we need to first get educated on how we can make these changes. Okay. All right. All right. I like. I like that. Do you? No. I. I seriously do. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you with that. Thank you with that. Let's uh, let's also jump to something else, right? I know in general, right? We talked about dating in our community. How do you believe media could do a better job on how they portray black women? I just think more black people need to be in certain positions within the media, like it. Like, even when you look at other races, too, like how we mentioned, you know, Asian and Hispanic people, like, they're not in the media the way that black people are. You know what I mean? Um, oh. <laughs> um, but I, I think, like, once we start getting in these positions, like you mentioned before, we'll have an opportunity to change that. And, and that's, that's the best way that I could think of. for. So grow, growing up for yourself, because I was highly influenced by media, media being music. TV, I was highly influenced by it. Who did you want to be when you were growing up? Did you have like a role model growing up? Like in a, ce- well, you're Haitian. You might not. A lot yeah, of I was about to say, I never had like celebrity role models. No one that you look, no one that you looked up or who do you look up to now? Do you look up to anyone? Maybe not that quote unquote role model title. That's pretty big. I, I don't know if this sounds like, you know, too whatever cliche of an answer, but I've always looked up to um, Maya Angelou. I told you that. Even from a young age, I just loved how she carried herself. Speaking about Maya Angelou, this is good right here. Because how did you feel, because we have had these conversations on the side, when we have individuals like Oprah, because Oprah's been celebrated throughout history, um, but recently her and Gail did come into fire with how they tend to attack black men, Right. And a lot of people are attacking them like, why, why would you not give that same energy to the Harvey Weinsteins that you're trying to give to the Russell Simmons? Like, what the hell is going on with that? And I believe you did have a unique take on that, right? Yeah, I think this is like a common theme. First, I want to like preface this by saying I don't know everything. You know what I mean? Like, this is just my opinions. But it's a common theme that anytime a black woman speaks on a black man in a negative light, the whole community comes for her life, including black women. She's tearing down the family, like, you know what I mean? Like the black unity and all this stuff. When I read um, 
Oprah like put together, you know, a summary of what the documentary, the film was going to be about. And the idea behind it was to bring light to black women who were experiencing the same sexual abuse. She was specifically trying to highlight our problems, whereas a lot of the issues were about white women and their problems. That's what I got from it. Yeah. And it's like the minute she starts talking about, you know, black men do the same shit, everybody came for her life. And I'm like, but black men do. Like, why yeah. wouldn't she want to hear these stories? But it, it makes us look bad, so everybody's trying to shut her up. It did. Okay. Okay. I, I, do you, but do you not think, for example, I, I agree, I do agree with what you're saying because we do tend to jump on anyone that when we're highlighting stories. I think the timing of it is always important because, whole, for example, the Gail and Kobe Bryant shit, I think that shit was super tasteless. But yeah, it was. Um, but also, how come that same energy is not being given to other people or other demographics who's who are doing this in a high level or doing in a way that she's has affected her own occupation being like the Harvey Weinsteins and shit like that. You about to say something? Yeah. Like I think, you know, your experience is so important. You know what I mean? And what you're saying is like valid. Um, I think as a black man, what happens at times when black women in our community express things that they don't like about us, the Fox Newses of the world, the, 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 the oppressors of the world, people who don't really understand our experience of the world, comes and use that as a way to validate how we are treated in a sense. And I think furthermore, it then oppresses black women even more. You know what I'm saying? Because I do agree with you. Like, black women are on the bottom of the podium pole. To, to a white man's dollar, you're getting 65 cents. That's crazy. You know crazy. what I mean? So, like, I do think these social justice issues are very important. Um, but just to that light of the Gales and the Oprahs, it's just that you got to find the right time and be skillful with it. Create a safe space like this with black-owned business Black-owned entrepreneurs who can talk about these issues and not feel so subjected to hatred because it's us. Yeah. And we're doing this for healing. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, that's what I want to say. I just want you to know that we respect your um, experience. And after listening to this... I got so much work to do. (laughs) We all appreciate that. No, seriously. Because it's a sensitive topic, you know, like even as I'm talking, I could feel like my frustration and my emotions coming out and it it goes both ways. Like for black men and black women, our entire plight is just, there's a lot of sensitivity around it. So there's, we get defensive, we get in our feelings because there's just, it's heavy. It's heavy. And it feels like this was the agenda of certain systematic oppression to keep, the black family broken and isolated. If you feel like no one's going to understand me, I feel like no one understands me, then how the hell are we going to come together as a community and collectively move forward? So it's sad, but these conversations are needed. These definitely conversations are needed. And I love the point, what you said, we got to do our own work. Why can't, if, if I could research, I'm big into battle rap. If I could research <laughs> battle rap, if I could research the NBA, know things about Jason Tatum, why can I know things that are happening within my own family? The, my own sisters, my own mothers, my own aunts. Like, why, why wouldn't I be able to research and have that same yeah. level of knowledge? So I appreciate you for there that. There was, I don't know if you saw this video of this black, I don't know if it was in London or someplace, but this black guy was in the midst of protesters and he was like screaming out, you heard it? No, which one? And he was like screaming out about like, you know, Black Lives Matter. And he was just like, you guys, we need to protect our queens. They're ours. Yeah. And like, I feel, I don't know like if you saw the comments under that, but so many black women, it's like we felt claimed because yeah. he was like, and that's that's kind of what you're saying. It's yeah. like we are yours. Protect yeah. us. We're not asking. We're not bitter. We're not angry. Like we're, all we're saying, if you get to the root of hearing what a black woman is saying, is like we love you and we want you to lead and protect us. Love it. That's it. Appreciate that. Well, know what? I, I'm let, let me give some final final thoughts in regards to that. Right. <laughs> Let's give some final thoughts in regards to that. And I appreciate it. For black men, we need to do a better job to support our woman. 
black woman specifically because colorism is a huge issue within our in our community um the amount of crimes and violence that black women are facing is a huge issue within our community and to your point burley i don't think we're really aware of it i don't think we're aware of it so for us to truly grow within our community to burley's point i thoroughly agree we first have to learn self-love within ourselves because what's in you will always come out of you Hurt people hurt people. That means love people will always show people love as well. With that, do you have any final words yourself in regards? Um, yeah, I mean, nothing like extra deep, but I, I know my answer to black men doing better is self-love and awareness. And it sounds so simple, but it, it's because it really is that simple. It's a deep journey, but it's, it's a simple answer. Love yourself and be aware of our issues. Love it. Love it. Can we give our guest a round of applause today? Thank you. Appreciate it. That's exactly why I had you on. Because you know, I'll always help with this stuff. Thanks. And beyond. And beyond. (laughs) So I think think we're about to jump in another quick segment. (laughs) Fine. Let's do it. When we go to, I've been dying for this. Would you rather this or would you rather that? Would you rather this or would you rather that? This segment we this is a segment we call Would You Rather, right? And we give a couple different options. Would you rather do this? Would you rather do that? I think ending up with a couple different smiles might be able might be able to make us all feel a little bit good and bring unity to the black woman and the black man. So here we go. All right, for, go ahead. For two million dollars, would you snitch on your friend, best friend? Who cheated on his wife or husband? Mm. So you mean like if you cheated on your wife, would I snitch? For two million dollars. Yes. Next question. <laughs> She's not a rod or die. That's the problem. Two million, we could both invest that. You already don't want to be with her. Wow. One million for you. How about one million for me and invest? How about You're welcome. I, I, but some Long people term. <laughs> some people get together after they cheat though. Mm. There's a lot of celebrities that got together after they cheat. So I'm going to go to my boy's wife, get involved in his situation, and be like, he cheated on you for whoop whoop and third. You know nah, what? I could I never. Think, I, could, I, I know that. I know you could never. I, I could you know never what I think it is? I, because I have been cheated on in a very ugly way, you know my story. Mm-hmm. I have a, a different sense of loyalty to women. I don't, I don't know if I'd be able to do it so easily, but I feel like I would. So, I, I, so or maybe you, I would just come for your life. So you saying that if you cheat, you don't love the person you're with. Ooh. If a man cheats, they don't love the person they're with. Or I, 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 I didn't say I didn't say a man. I just said in general. You see, <laughs> do you see where my mind is? <laughs> yeah, so if one. a man cheats, no. <laughs> do you think? Do you think a cheater? If you cheat, you don't love your spouse. Yes, or? I don't believe you love them. Oh. I believe you think you love them, but I don't believe it's genuine love. Moving no. on. Oh. <laughs> no, that, that, that might be a future episode, right? We might, we might have to do that future episode right there. Let's do it, yeah. Would you get locked up for 10 years if you could solve um, this systematic racism? <laughs> I'm so selfish. You wouldn't. I'm, Wait, if I could solve what? This is, so 10 years. It doesn't matter. You wouldn't solve nothing for 10 years. Come for on. 10 years. Yeah. For 10 years, you get locked up. But the systematic oppression that's happening in our society. For good. For good. She ain't lasting 10 years. Yeah, I, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> that sounds wrong. No. The right, the part of me that cares is like, yes, I would do it. <laughs> As, yeah. She if I had people to protect me. While oh, I was now, in there. <laughs> oh, now you want protection. I, I think I could do it. I do push-ups. Um, you oh, oh, you have a video on Instagram where that failed. You don't remember? Yo, zoom in on the muscles real quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I think I could do it. Now, and speci- specifically because I have a son, so I definitely would do it. Thank you. Thank you. He wouldn't do it. I just, I'm doing it. I could do 10. I, could, I, think, I think I could do it. All right. Would you rather smell terrible and not smell it, or your partner smell terrible and you can smell it? And this is all the time. Would I rather smell terrible and I can't smell it, but 
or she smells terrible. And you smell it all the time. <laughs> she's, and I smell all the time. All the time. Nah, I, I don't want to smell it. So, so you, you rather would, smell? You would rather smell terrible. But I don't smell it. <laughs> so you would let her suffer but, just so you don't But have- if she's with me, that's because she loves me. It's deeper than the smell. That's real love right there. I like that. Nah, I ain't smelling it. Yeah, I don't like smelling. <laughs> uh, so I, I would rather smell it. I just wouldn't. I don't have to be with him, right? Is that- no, 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 no. He's your partner, like though, is, for life. Are we so married? This is a life thing. This is your partner. Your okay, lifelong so partner. My plan is to be rich. So he would be like, kind of like Oprah. What's his name? Stead. What's his name? <laughs> that guy. He would yeah. have a little like in law. I just want to be around him. In her, yeah. in her mansion. Hey, That's crazy. Babe, just walk by. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. <laughs> crazy. Okay. All right. So I'll give you one. One more. One I more. Bet. All right. Would you rather be in the real version of The Walking Dead or the real version of Jurassic Park? That's with the zombies, right? Walking Dead? Yeah. So basically just envision um, dead people coming after you to infect you and feast on you, which then turns you into a dead person so that you will then go feast on other living people and living creatures, Uh but you'll be a dead person. It's called walking zombie. Or be in a real life dinosaur era. Wow. Battles and all. That that sounds like revelations. One zero. (laughs) New movie. Um, That sounds scary as hell, bro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it sounds like some real. You, watch you got a choice, you big fella. I, I have to. Wa- I don't know. It sounds like some voodoo stuff. Um, um, <laughs> too bad I said voodoo. <laughs> it's voodoo. Um, but I think maybe. Um, oh, that sounds crazy. You, if you watched The Walking Dead, you would have chosen The Walking Dead. So you choose Walking Dead over dinosaurs? Yeah, because I like I. You can't really outrun a dinosaur. Yeah, you you can. can't really take it down. No, you can't. You but can in a Walking a Dead, like you could find little nooks and hide and then shoot them. You I think know, you can't outrun a dinosaur. Kurt, like all they have to do is take one step, and they're miles ahead of you. Have you ever seen a dinosaur? Yeah, I have. Where? Science Museum. <laughs> I don't know. There's some people that believe dinosaurs ain't real. That's a different story, oh, though. Oh lord. That's a different. <laughs> we won't make this into a conspiracy show. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably do Walking Dead. So you guys want another one? Yeah, yeah. One more. One more. All right. One more. Would you rather talk in Young Thugger's rapping voice <laughs> or talk in Future's rapping voice? How does Young Thug talk? I, I would do, I think. Sing like now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 oh Probably, my God. <laughs> I think Young Thug, low key, I think he might be able to sing, bro. I think without that, I think he could kind of, you don't think so? Yeah. I see. I've listened to some of his hits. Like he had that. Um, album came down with Chris Breezy. Yeah. Yo, it was hot. It was, like, you know, was like, I was bumping it. I was taking a lead on that. But like, <laughs> just, just imagine, like, would you really want to talk like that oh, all nah, day? Like, that would annoy the hell out of people. Yeah, I'll go with Future. If you will go Future? Yeah, I, I think I would go with Future. <laughs> all right. This is good stuff right there. So that was the last segment of Would You Rather. It's been a great, wonderful episode. Episode number two with Politic with New Shine. Stay tuned for the next one. We'll be back soon. Now, honestly, I think because of this deep topic, we oh, have to end with a woman's voice. Oh, shit. So, shut down. Second episode. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> oh, I don't okay. know what she said. Oh, that, oh, that was it? I don't know how you guys want me to end. Just say politics with new shine. Politics with new shine. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> if you are hoping to connect with us, then check us out online at www.newshinestudios.com. Also subscribe at New Shine Studios or follow us at New Shine Studios. I'ma get it on my time. Part of ticking on my time. I'ma get it on my time. I'm part of ticking on my time, man.